Good morning, all, and welcome to Pacific Northwest Sports. It is week 12. Here's your weekend update. It was absolutely crazy, so let's just dive right on into it, shall we? All right, UW, UW Huskies played Oregon State and came away with the win 22-20. to Now, UW continues their undefeated streak as they've won a tough battle against Oregon State, and they won it by how much? Two points. The same two points that Oregon State gave up early in the game on a punt when the ball went over the punter's head on a long snap and out the back of the end zone. Essentially, those two points cost Oregon State the game. Now, I'm not here to hate on a kid. I've never been someone to hate on a kid and say that they're they're the issue because that's just not accurate, right? And that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to build people up and have them excited about sports. But it's tough to look at that game and think that if Oregon State maybe had a different quarterback, a game changer, maybe they win. But I believe DJ is a good quarterback. I think he played well. You just have to wonder if stuff changes up a little bit with different teams. Like, would UW be the same if they were starting Sam Heward or if they were starting, you know, Dylan Morris? You never know. But it is interesting to point out those possibilities and see what happens. UW will play WSU next week. Speaking of WSU, they played Colorado and whooped Buffalo ass, winning 56-14. to As I said, when a game's a blowout, we're not really going to focus on it. It is what it is. Wazoo's 5-6. and six. They snapped a six-game losing skid. They need to win next week to make bowl eligibility. Speaking of which, there's a rumor going on right now that the Pac-12 is considering changing their bylaws to allow five-win teams to participate in bowl games. What could that mean? Oh, maybe the Pac-12 wants Coach Prime in Colorado to be able to participate in a bowl. Either way, Wazoo probably would benefit from this as they might get an invite to a bowl game. We don't know yet, but anything can happen. Wazoo will play UW next week. We head over to the Eastern Washington Eagles who played Northern Arizona and lost 42-49. to It's not a fun game. Losing the final game of the season on senior night is never ideal and never a way anybody wants to go out. Unfortunately, that's the way it went down. Now, the season's over for Eastern Washington. Hopefully they can go into the offseason, recap, find a way to come back next year and be the Eastern Washington Eagles that we know, a competitive, amazing, good football team. Hey, your Central Washington Wildcats beat Western Colorado 16-13 to in the first round of playoffs. Overtime. The first quarter was slow as neither team could really pull ahead. Western Colorado was able to put up three points, but it was in the second quarter. That would actually be the only point scored in the entire first half as we went into halftime. Central, zero. Western Colorado, three. But the third quarter was just as slow as both teams kind of felt each other out, right? What halftime adjustments did we make? Where are we going to go from here? Who's going to win this game? And for a while, it looked like Western Colorado was just that good of a team. But then... The fourth quarter starts, and Central scores a touchdown. And all of a sudden, you're looking at the score going, okay, it's 7-3. to three. What happens? Well, Western Colorado put together a drive of their own and was able to make the score. Then they scored a touchdown, so now it's 10-7. to seven. So what does Central do? Well, they go on a methodical drive, ending with a field goal, and allows them to kick a field goal with two seconds left in the fourth quarter and now all of a sudden we have a game tied at 10 to 10. We go into overtime. 
Western Colorado wins the coin toss. They want the ball. So they go, but they can't do anything, and they settle for a field goal, which they make, 13-10 to 10 Western Colorado. From there, the Cats would have the ball, and they struggled, and then all of a sudden a penalty happens. And Central Washington says, all right, let's go for it. So they drop back, they throw a ball into the corner of the end zone, and they score. Boom. 30-yard passing catch. Wildcats win 16-13. to 13. They advance in the playoffs. So now next week, Central, still alive, still in the playoffs, gets to play Bemidji State. Did you know we have another playoff team in Washington? Yeah, that's right. Your Whitworth Pirates played Chapman and won 42-28. to Whitworth and their potent offense was just too much for Chapman. And the game was back and forth. In fact, the score was just 14 to 14 with one minute left in the four in the first. But then for <laughs> in the first half, but then Whitworth went into hurry up offensive mode and ran 10 plays in just 57 seconds to score a touchdown and take the lead into halftime. The third quarter was a stalemate, honestly. You know, Whitworth was able to break through with two minutes left in the third, but at this point, the score is 28 to 14, and Whitworth is starting to hump. From there, Whitworth would score again, making it 35 to 14. Then Chapman would score. Then Whitworth would score again. And then Chapman would add some window dressing and score with about three minutes left. Now, the Pirates recovered Chapman's onside kick, and from there, they would run out the clock. Now, Whitworth, much as they've done all year, won this game with an amazing offense, okay? 557 total yards of offense, 28 first downs. Player of the game, Austin Ewing, who went 28 of 36 for 414 yards and two touchdowns. Whitworth will continue for the hunt for a championship as they play Wartburg next week. Now over to Oregon. Your Oregon Ducks beat Arizona State 49-13. to There's, again, nothing to highlight here. But I'm about 99% sure Bo Nix locked up the Heisman. He went 24 of 29 for 404 yards and six touchdowns. Oregon will play Oregon State in the Civil War rivalry game next week. The last time these foes will face each other as members of the same conference, for I imagine, will be a very, very long time. Your Portland State Vikings played Northern Colorado and came out 27 to 23 on top. Portland State was able to win their win their season finale, rallying to score two touchdowns in under six minutes to win the game. Portland State season is now over. Over to Idaho, where your where your Boise State Broncos played Utah State and won forty five to ten. Again, nothing to highlight here. Boise State is bowl eligible. They'll finish the season next week against Air Force. Utah, Utah State, excuse me, will now play New Mexico next week in a game they must win for bowl eligibility. Your Idaho Vandals beat Idaho State 63-21, and they won it as they should. And with doing so, they were actually able to get themselves a first-round buy in next week's FCS playoffs as they are now the four-seed. They'll play the winner of Nicholas and Southern Illinois. Over to Montana. Your Montana Grizzlies played Montana State and won 37-7. This was the game I had for Game of the Week last week, and I thought, okay, if Montana can shut down Sean Chambers, they'll win the game. But Sean Chambers is so good, he's going to get his. I was wrong. Okay. Montana came out of the gate and absolutely demolished Montana State. It's not even close. Montana played smothering, suffocating defense and kept their foot on the gas all game long. 
They scored the game's first 20 points and left absolutely no doubt who the better team was. The win got them the number two seed in the playoffs, and they will play the winner of Lafayette versus Delaware. For Montana State, although they lost this game, the committee was pretty generous and gave them the six seed, which also earns them a bye as well. They will play the winner of North Dakota State University and Drake. Versus Drake, excuse me. Now, your Montana Western Bulldogs had a bye week, but we got to talk about who they're going to play. Because, wow, their opening round playoff game is against College of Idaho. So we have two Frontier Conference foes going at it in the first round of the NAIA playoffs. Well, excuse me, I guess it's the second round. But let's make it simple. College of Idaho beat Montana Western earlier this year on a crazy 25-yard touchdown pass as time expired to win the game. The game should be good, and if the indication of the first game of the season is anything of what we're going to see towards the end, I cannot wait to watch this game. This is going to be exciting, and whoever wins is going to have Frontier Conference as full right behind them supporting them because this is one of the most competitive conferences in all of the NAIA. Your Montana Tech or Diggers played Dickinson State and unfortunately lost 28-35, putting an end to their season. It's never easy to lose, and it's especially not easy to lose when it's in the playoffs because you're so close you can taste it, yet you're not quite there. The Ordigers struck Pater first and traded scores to Dickinson State, ending the first quarter up 14-7. The second score would be would have back-to-back touchdowns by Dickinson, but then with 30 seconds left, the Diggers would score to take another touchdown to go into halftime tied 21-21. From there, the second half was pretty simple. Nothing huge, nothing big, but the Dickinson State was able to score two touchdowns. Montana Tech was only able to score one. Unfortunately, that is the end of the year for your Montana Tech Ordigers. Again, another amazing Frontier Conference foe, and I fully expect them to be back next year playing just as good, if not better. Over to Wyoming, where your Wyoming Cowboys beat Hawaii 42-9. They won another game, but are now sitting at seven wins this year, and Wyoming will finish the year against Nevada, and we'll hear about Bulls shortly after. Down to Utah, where your BYU Cougars played Oklahoma and won 20 and lost, excuse me, 24-31. Now, BYU played up to their competition, and the game ended when BYU had a turnover on their own territory. Oklahoma actually took advantage of three turnovers by BYU that resulted in 21 points for them, a recipe that does not equal success. Now, BYU will play Oklahoma State next week, and they must win this game if they want to go bowling. Utah Utes played Arizona and lost 18-42. Utah got bullied by Arizona. Not much to say about it. Utah will play Colorado next week. Utah Tech Trailblazers played Southern Utah and lost 16-24. Now, the battle for the Axe was quite intense, intense, as the score would indicate, and you could guess the difference in the game was turnovers. Utah Tech lost two of them in the second half, which ended up actually costing them the game. The bright side of this game, though, Utah Tech has now officially ended their four-year transition program from D2 to D1. They will be eligible for the postseason next year. The season is now over for both teams. Your Weber State Wildcats played Cal Poly and won 48-21. A crucial win for the Wildcats as this win actually gives them a season record of 6-5, and five, which allows them to now say we've had nine consecutive winning seasons. The season is now over for Weber State. Now, normally, the game of the week, I try to harp on one. And I could easily say it's Wazoo versus UW because Wazoo is looking to play spoiler and gain bowl eligibility 
if they beat UW, not only does UW go into next week with a loss, uh, excuse me, not only does UW go into the conference championship with one loss, uh, more than likely against Oregon State, but Oregon State, or more than likely versus Oregon, but Oregon, if they beat UW, can now go, well, we only have one loss, we avenged our loss, we should be in the playoffs. Now, you counter that, and you say, well, if UW wins, now they probably have playoffs, right? We don't know. And that's what makes everything so interesting. So you could say it's that game. You could say it's Oregon State versus Oregon. Civil War, last game of the year. If Oregon if Oregon State beats Oregon and Utah wins their game, then Utah, by the tiebreaker, is granted into the playoffs where they can rematch against UW. UW is already locked in for sure and has a playoffs, has a spot in the conference title. So you can make this argument again and say, okay, well, this game's huge because Oregon State has a chance to knock Oregon out and end their year. You could also say Oregon is a huge game for them because if they win, they knock off Oregon State, who I believe has beaten them the past two years, and they go to the playoffs and basically say, hey, if we beat UW, we're playoff bound. Huge, huge implications. But you could also say, well, Central's in the playoffs. Whitworth's in the playoffs. Montana Western's in the playoffs. College of Idaho's in the playoffs. And that's why we're not picking a game of the week. Instead, we're picking multiple. UW versus Wazoo, OSU versus UO, Central versus Bemidji, Whitworth versus Wartburg, and Montana Western versus College of Idaho. I'm not giving predictions. I'm not giving anything. I simply hope we have really, really good competitive football because that is what I'm here for at the end of the day. So, guys, thank you for listening. This, again, was Pacific Northwest Sports on our weekend update. Please follow our Twitter that's where we're giving the best updates on everything that's going on with the playoffs, the seedings, all of that good stuff. Have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Bye.